You're listening to Nightlight. Hi, and welcome once again to Nightlight. Over the years, we've had a huge variety of guests on the program and heard some very amazing testimonies, and none more so than our guest on the program today, Sunday Obira. Sunday was your archetypical Nigerian con man who was arrested in a high-profile case here in Uganda a few years back and convicted of very serious crimes, sentenced to two life sentences plus 20 years in prison. So how is he able to be my guest in the studio today? Well, you'll hear his remarkable testimony on this special edition of Nightlight. But let's get the show rolling with this, the very latest from the studio of Jerry Palladino.
And that's from Jerry Palladino's new album that's in the works called Something Old, Something New. And you'll be pleased to hear that soon Jerry will be back on this program as my guest to personally introduce some of those songs. In the meantime, if you want to find out more about Jerry, what he's up to, and be able to listen to more of his music, then you can visit his website at jerrypalladino.com. Nightlight. What a delight. Well, as I announced at the beginning of the show, my guest this week is Sunday Obira. He's an ex-Nigerian con artist who was arrested in a very high-profile case here in Uganda a few years back. He was convicted of very serious crimes and sentenced to two life sentences, plus some extra years on top of that, if it's possible, in prison. I recorded this interview a couple of weeks ago before I went to Nigeria, actually for the first time, as it so happened. If you're not used to the Nigerian accent, then you may find some of the words a little hard to understand. So I'll recap some of the main points of his story as we go along. Nightlight's interview of the week. Thank you for inviting me. Let me start, like you said, by introducing myself, who I am. I'm a Nigerian by travel from Igbo. Mm-hmm. My name is Brother Sande Obiara. Mm-hmm. I have come a very long way. I'm a person, nobody ever preached to me about salvation. Mm. Nobody. I see a lot of born again. I'm not interested to be a born again. And at the same time, I'm not a witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the world know Nigerians. What do we do? We travel a lot, playing with people's intelligence. That is true. But when it pleases God, He can do anything. It doesn't matter who you are. I travel around the world, almost around. I've been in Israel for many years, for two years. I've been in Europe, in Greece. I've been in Germany, Netherlands. I never believed that I'll be here one day in Uganda. Mm-hmm. God knows I don't it's not in my plan. Mm-hmm. So in Nigeria, where I come from, people learn a lot of things. If you want to be a businessman, we are good in business. If you want to be a common, we are good in common. So it depends on what you want. You learn and we learn from each other. Mm-hmm. So I'll be traveling around the world doing what makes me happy. Deceiving people, mm-hmm. taking money from them, thinking I'm everything. Mm-hmm. But God, who loved me so much, He don't want me to die for all those things. He preserved my life mm-hmm. for a reason. When I came to this country, I don't want to do anything. Yeah, it's true. People say we don't keep human being with God, but He can kill human being in different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you take what belongs to somebody by trick, automatically you already kill the person. Mm. Spiritual. Mm-hmm. Not until when you've used gone to kill. Mm-hmm. So something happened to me just like Apostle Paul in the Bible. Mm. He's a persecutor. And he <laughs> to persecuting Christians gives him hap- makes him happy. Mm. Until one day. God proved to him, say, why are you persecuting me? Mm-hmm. And when he gave his life to Christ, according to the Bible, he never looked back. Mm-hmm. So when I came here, 
we started our business. What year was this? This is 2012. I came here 2012. Then August 2013, we were in the business. What kind of business was this and who were you in business with? The business, we were writing letters from the computer, sending letters abroad, mm. telling people we have gold, we have this, we have many, many minerals we want to sell. So when they come, they will not buy anything. We keep on tricking them until we take money from them. They will go back to their country. Mm. That what we do. Which all those letters is fake. Nothing come out of it. No one is true. Just form documents, tell you to come and buy, just come and buy air. And we believe that we are clever. We are four Nigerians claiming to be Ugandans. With these friends of yours uh, yeah. in, from Nigeria? Yeah. And you formed yourselves together into... Yeah, into one group. Mm. August 2013, something happened. That was the day the journey starts. The mm. day on my on my way to Damascus. <laughs> the day God met me. And the great God, the day God wants to save me. Mm. In August 12, 2013, we are together in our home, in our office, mm. here in Kampala, mm. with one of our clients from America mm. who came. He's an old man. He came on August 12th. We are together eating and drinking claiming to be who we are not even <laughs> as usual. So we asked the man, are you coming with the payment of the consignment? He said, no, he didn't come with the cash, but no problem. Everything is in order. So let me call my son to send me some money. Okay, you're free to call your son. No problem. So he called his son. The son asked him, Daddy, where are you? He said, I'm in Uganda. What are you doing in Uganda? He said, I have a business consignment in Uganda to do. I need some cash for clearance. How much was this cash that you were asking for him to send? No, we, seemed to, we asked him to send us like $30,000. So the man said he don't have the cash. But his son will send the money because he's prepared to come for the business. So when he called his son, the son asked this question, Daddy, what are you doing? He said, have you some business? He don't want to explain detail to his son. The son said, okay, no problem. His son have to call American embassy. And remember, we believe that we are clever. Mm. But we don't know that America is clever more than us. So when the son called American embassy, asked him, do you know that my father is here in Uganda? He said, no. Say, please find out the business he's doing. Because he's there for a business. Mm. They say, okay. According to them, we don't know. So we are still in the house with our client, entertaining him to make him happy so he'll give us the money. Mm. Police ran the whole house. And we all got arrested. So they must have tracked your mobile phone location. Yeah, yeah. They tracked us and arrested all of us. Then the journey starts. Mm. But lucky enough for us, when they searched the whole house where we are, they didn't find any weapon. Did you have weapons? No. Mm. 
So if to say we have a weapon phrase, I don't know what's happening next, <laughs> but to the glory of God, we don't have anything, only our instrument with some fake money, with some chemical to clean the money, just funny, funny things mm-hmm. we have. So they took us to police station, and the policeman in charge of the case, then I start writing the statement. They open our computer system, they find other guys who already left by one man from Australia. They include the same man in our case. Mm-hmm. When they find out that we are foreigners in a foreign land claiming to be Ugandans, uh-huh. they put us under kidnap case that we kidnap the American man and we kidnap the other, the other guy who left too. Why would they do that because you you hadn't kidnapped them why were they trying to make they, it much more serious they then? say we denied the man freedom for moving around or go to a hotel or whatever i say if we kidnap this man we should have tied him mm. or do anything to mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. but he's our client mm. and we cannot kidnap our client no it's not mm-hmm. possible they say no is it if he if he denies somebody not to move outside because they arrested arrested all of us inside the house. Mm. So it's a kidnap case. What did the old man say? Did he think that he'd been kidnapped? Or the did, old, didn't he set the, the, set, the, set the record straight the on that? The old man believed... Now the old man now know that we are using his brain. Right. So he was so, angry. Yeah, he was <laughs> angry. We trick him. We do yeah. everything. So he believed everything. And we are not even in Ugandans. Yes. So, it's like God saved him. That's what mm-hmm. he, he feel like. God saved him from our hand. Mm-hmm. So, we might even, after the money or whatever, might be kidnapping through. So, he believed them. Mm-hmm. So, they put the statement. Okay. So, went to prison. The light is always on with Nightlight. Nightlight. You're tuned in to Nightlight. So, Sunday, to recap your story so far, you and three other professional Nigerian conmen pretending to be Ugandans had been caught conning an elderly American out of $30,000 to pay for some fake money. And I remember that being in the news back then, where people were being conned into buying so-called black money, which you cleaned with a chemical, and it magically became real money. And it seems crazy that anybody would fall for that. But you had the so-called money-making machine and chemicals in this hotel room. You had enticed this elderly American over from the States. As he didn't have the cash with him, he phoned his son in the U.S. who smelled a rat and phoned the U.S. Embassy here who alerted the police who arrested you. And so now you find yourself in prison. You're right. It's nightlight. They took us to prison. Mm. So we being Nigerians, we are more than clever too. We plan what to do, how to free ourselves Mm. and get out from this country. So what we do, we call the policeman in charge of the case, say, please, how can you change the statement for us? Because in Nigeria, we know very good that kidnap case is firing squad. Mm. And in this country, kidnap case is life sentence. Mm. So we don't know what to do. 
can you amend the case to put it normal what it's supposed to be? Mm. So he promised her that he will amend the case mm. if we pay some money. <laughs> so we again we paid him five million. He never changed the case. Five million shillings. Shillings, uh, not dollars. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. For those who are listening, five million yeah, shillings yes. is about so, $1,500. Something like that. I don't know. So he never changed anything. The case remained the same. So we don't know what to do. We call our lawyer to help us for a bed. The lawyer said the case is too big. You know, to grant us bail we cost us some money. I said, okay, no problem. We manage how much are we going to pay? He said 10 million <laughs> shillings. So we paid the money. We pay him the money. He never come to prison again. He said he have a problem. He want to go operation, whatever. That's how he end up. So we remain. But in prison, something happened. When we go to prison, somebody names Patrick Barakamani. He gave me a Bible for the first time mm. in prison. So this Bible is with me. So I opened this Bible from New Testament. If I read any word, the word will never move away from my head. I stay developing love for this word. I don't know why. So wherever I go, both in the morning, sunset, everybody knows. In prison, the Bible I cannot put it down like this for one minute is not possible. No, mm. it's in my hand 24 7. Mm-hmm. So, the more I read this Bible, the more I understand the Bible, the more I develop love for that. My Bible, mm. I don't know why. So, I have a girlfriend. My girlfriend will be coming every Wednesday mm-hmm. to see me. Every Wednesday she must come. Mm-hmm. She know what is going on. She know what is happening. So I tell my girlfriend, you know one thing, you have to do me a favor because here we don't have a telephone. Mm. There's no way I can communicate outside. So mm. you are my communication. Now, you have to call my parents. Give them all this story. Tell them A, B, C, D. Tell her what to tell my parents. So when you talk to them, they will understand clearly what I want. Then you tell them how much you want. They run around maybe to borrow the money, mm-hmm. to give to you. They use this money fight for me, mm-hmm. for my bear. I want to get her from here. She tell me, okay. She call my parents. She talk to them, what I say. They send her money. She never come back to prison again. So everybody let you down. They yeah. just took your money and... Yeah. Then I know that the game is over. So now all the money is gone. Everybody gone. So the little money we have in our account, which we used before, government blocked that money. Mm. 2014, December now, middle of 2014, the A1, the number one, we say, let we put a bear one by one. Mm. Maybe because we put the bear together, mm. that's what people disapp- yeah, they disappoint us. So we decide to put the bear. If they put your own bell, mm-hmm. lucky the bell come out, then mm-hmm. they put another person. As soon as all of us get our bell, we decide we run away. Mm-hmm. That's what we agreed on. Mm-hmm. 
So the number one put a bear, he called another lawyer. He called him, the man charged 13 million for one person. So he struggled, but a little money, our friends would normally come to visit us. They paid the lawyer 13 million. They granted the number one bear. That's about $10,000. Yeah. So they gave me a bear. He go outside. So inside prison, we rejoice because mm-hmm. we believe he will not help us. Mm-hmm. When he come for signing two mm-hmm. times with the people to meet people, because we are together in the case, mm-hmm. according to our plan, so all of us will come out. But I don't know because I'm inside. But what I know, they gave me a bell. He got outside. The next two weeks, we're supposed to appear before court. Mm. He never show face. Mm. We simple means he disappeared <laughs> before we come out. We went to court. He didn't come to court. Mm. They sent us back to prison. So we put our own bear. They canceled the bear because they don't see him anymore. No more bear again for us. Mm. So we remain in prison. They moved the case from High Court, Kampala, to International Criminal Court, Kololo. The light is always on with Nightlight. You're tuned in to Nightline. So in the story so far, Sunday, who's been given a Bible in prison and has been avidly reading it, but he now finds himself facing trial at the International Criminal Court here in Uganda. He now has no hope of bail because the number one or the leader of the group who did manage to get bail, instead of raising money for Sunday and the other two to also get bail so they can all run away together, Instead of that, he just runs away and leaves them to face the music. Well, we'll continue on with Sunday's story after we take a song break. This is Jeremy Spencer. Why are darkest down, oh my soul? Why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I will yet praise Him Who is the health of my countenance and my God Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I will yet praise him Who is the health of my countenance and my God. O my God, my soul is cast down within me, therefore I will remember thee. Deep calls to deep, all thy waves and thy billows are overwhelming me.
He will command his loving kindness in the morning and in the night. His song shall be with me. So I'll praise his loving kindness in the morning and pray to the God of my life. While thou cast down, O my soul, and while thou disquieted within me, hope thou in God. For I will yet praise Him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. He is the health of my countenance and my God. Listening to an international edition of Nightlight, shining God's love light to the world. And on Nightlight today, you're meeting Sunday Obira, a self-confessed ex-Nigerian con artist who, at this point in his story, is facing trial in the International Criminal Court in Uganda. And I remember this was a headline story in the papers here around five years ago. We have a guest tonight on Nightlight. So when in International Criminal Court, Kololo. We don't know what to do. The game is over. We have no money again. We have no friends again. And we're in prison. So, when I confess Christ, because we have a born-again church in prison, mm-hmm. a very good one, I confess Christ. I continued in my Bible. Then inside Bible, I see many, many things I cannot even imagine in this world. Mm. I'm there for my heart. Many, many things. Even when God said, challenge me by my word. Even when God, how he, he rescued the children of Israel in Egypt. I saw many, many things, many revelations come to my head. Mm. I say, God, I need only two things from you. Two. One, if you set me free today as I'm talking, mm. the government tell me, go home. They will say, arrest me at the airport, and I'm going to die. If you leave me here, say, stay here, I'm going to serve life sentence, I'm going to die. But I need two things from you. I don't know how you're going to do it. But you say, challenge me by my word. So I want to mm-hmm. challenge you according to what I see in this Bible. Mm-hmm. I say, when you say the children of Israel free from Egypt... You tell Moses that this nation, not one family, a nation, they are going to promised land. Three days, according to the Bible, they end up in Red Sea. And I saw the Red Sea with my eyes before. This is Red Sea. At the back of them is 600 Pharaoh's soldiers, Mm -hmm. Pharaoh, who want to destroy them. If they go front to swim, they will die. If they turn around, they will die. (laughs) So they are here. All of them come to Moses. So what does Moses say? Moses tell them, These Egyptians you see today, 
you will see them no more. Mm. And Moses never know what you are going to do, but he believed that you tell him that this nation is going to promise land. That's mm. what he said. That's what he believed. See, when Moses looked up unto heaven, what do you do? He asked, why are you looking at me? What is in your hand? He says, Stop. He said, open the race. Continue your journey. <laughs> I said, God, he did it. And the Bible never recorded that not even one goat died. <laughs> All of them crossed. And the enemy died. He did it. One. Mm. The second thing you did, Apostle Paul is a dangerous man. Mm. Me too, I'm a dangerous man. But Apostle Paul, on his own way to destroy your own people, children of God only, mm-hmm. you arrest him or he went to Damascus. He caused him to blind. Mm. For three days again, Apostle Paul started praying to you, not to anybody. He rescued him and made him say, I will show you in the book of Acts Apostle, chapter 9, 17. Say, Greater things you will suffer for my name's sake. Apostle said, I am ready. You set him free and make him my own apostle today. I tell God, what I need from you, if you can set me free in this situation, I'm a wretched sinner. I commit all kind of evil. And if not you, God, who put this load on my head, mm-hmm. I believe I will not even listen. Mm-hmm. But now it's bigger than me. The load is too much. But if you set me free, I will serve you till the day I will die. And I will not serve you because of men. I will serve you according to your word. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you are going to do it. And if you said want to set me free, don't take me home direct. I want you to set me free, bring me back to, into this prison so I can preach in prison. Mm. Then I'll preach outside the prison. Then I'll go to Nigeria and preach to them mm. and continue my ministry. That's what I want. Like a candle in the night, it's night light. March 5th, 2015, the day of our court. It was a Monday. On Friday, I called my two brothers. I told them, on Monday, we are going to court. They tell me, yes. We discuss together every day. We love each other every day. But that very day, we have a problem. (laughs) I told them, on Monday, I'm going to court to confess what I did for this case. Everybody become angry. Tell me, what? I said, listen very carefully. I'm making my statement. I don't finish yet. Say, I'm going to tell court what I did, not what you do. So you have the right to say, court, I don't do nothing. But I'm going to confess what I did. If I perish, I perish. Because I'm tired. See, in book of James 2.10, Bible say, if you keep the whole law and the guilty of one, you are guilty of all. It might be true, I'm not a kidnapper, but at the same time, I'm a common So I am guilty. Sin is a sin, according to my Bible. I don't know. So I'm going to take out exactly what, from beginning, I'm going to take out everything. Let the game over. Hmm. The meeting stopped. On Saturday, we don't talk to each other. Hmm. On Sunday, <laughs> We are 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> I 
On Monday, we are the court. But before then, government already gave us a lawyer, free lawyer, because we don't have money to pay. And the lawyer is in Kampala here. He's my very good friend now. Hmm. He gave us a free lawyer. So Monday morning, we are at the dock, at the bar, waiting for the court to start. Hmm. So one of my friends asked me, are you serious you want to confess what you did? I told him, wait and see. You know me very good. Today, the game will be over. He said, if you confess what he did, I will take court to what I did. He said, no problem. The other gentleman, David, said, if two of you confess, I confess my own too. Mm -hmm. So we all agreed in the court, in the before going to court. Mm -hmm. So when our lawyer is passing by, I call him, Mr. Job. He came. I said, I have a news for you. He told me, what is that? I said, this case we are battling all those years. He told me, I said, I'm here today to confess. I commit the crime. He said, nice. He said, yeah. I said, why I call you now is this. We might go to court. You say different thing to defend me. I will say different thing altogether. So, you better tell you first. He says, yes, I'm serious. So, he called the state attorney. My client want to say something? Uh, yeah, bring them upstairs. So we went upstairs to her office. The prison policeman was there. My lawyer was there. One police officer, the state attorney, and me. She asked me, what do you have for me? I called her mommy, are you born again? She said, I'm a believer. I said, no. I mean, born again. She said, I believe Christ. I said, okay. Is it enough? What do you have? I said from the beginning, I told her everything I did from A up to Z. Wow. Everyone was quiet. I remember very clear. She asked me one question. This thing you are saying now, are you going to say it when you go down to court? I told me everything I have to finish today. Yeah. I said, use your phone. Tape everything I say, I'm going to sit down when you go down, if they give me a chance. If not, I raise my hand, I must say it, because I'm here to say it. She told me this case is from 35 years to life sentence. I tell her, I don't know, but inside my heart as I'm talking to you, it's like they put a cold water, I'm very, very free. No problem. Hmm. He said, okay, let's go to court. We went down to court. The name of judge is Elizabeth Nahamia. Went to court. She asked the same question. Four cap charges. Are you guilty on this? She Yeah, I'm guilty. Immediately, they sign us guilty, guilty, guilty. People are many, press people, whatever. And I'm with my Bible. So they send us back to prison. They adjourned the case to come for a sentence on the 12th of August. We go back to prison. The next day, 6th of March our ambassador come to prison for the first time when he saw the newspaper wow what is going on say yeah what are we going to do say nothing I call your parents say it is over they know the charge of kidnap I say yeah what next I'm waiting for my sentence that's the next thing hmm the man was troubled 
and confused. I told him the only thing he can do, if God help, if I have some money paid to my account, you buy the mandas and chapati. Did they condemn me? And then I go. But God bless him so much, he put some 200,000 for us. <laughs> so, on the 12th of March, we went back to prison, to a court. They read the same charge, say we are guilty. They declare us convicts, but no sentence. But before we go, the state come all upstairs. He called me Pastor Sunday. I tell you, well, I don't know those titles, but I believe I'm not pastor yet, but I'm an evangelist. I don't know what God called me to be here. Mm. Yeah. He said, why do you confess? Yes. Mm. Want to go to hell? So he said, I said, what is the number one? The other guy, I said, I don't know. In prison, we don't have phone, and I don't have anybody again to visit me for all these years. Mm. So she told the policeman, we're going to look that man, whatever he is, I don't know. So they use their own mechanism or whatever. We go back to prison. On the 20th of March is the day of our sentence to take the king. But I remember I told the mama something. They said, what the Bible says in Corinthians, that all men will appear before the judgment seat of Christ to be judged according to what he or she are doing in this flesh. Now we are living, whether good or bad. I don't know where the man is, but I believe God. He will fish him out. On the 17th of March, weekend, I think Friday, because 20th is a Monday, around midday, the number one is in prison. I had it, I arrested him at Nairobi, they fly him, they bring him, but what I know, we complete. On the 20th, we all appear before the judgment. The judgment starts. They asked him, do you commit the crime? He said, no. I said, okay, sit one side. They start from me. The first count, life sentence. The second count, 10 years. The third count, life sentence. The fourth count, 10 years. Everyone was quiet. My lawyer want to stand up to talk. The state first stand up. Talk to the, law, the, the court, talk to the judge. She pleaded each count to be 33 years, the four count 12 years. The judge stood up from her office and left it. So we sit with that judge for some time, like 10 minutes. She sent somebody to call the state and my lawyer. They go. When they came back after 25 minutes, she started writing. So when she finished, the state stood up again the second time, begged the court and the judge to make all the three, three years to become one three years. Nobody said anything. She kept on writing. When she finished, she stood up again to the third time. She begged the judge and the court to minus one and a half years. So the case remained one and a half years. Nobody speak. She keep on writing. She stood up for the first time. That's what they find her. She turned to the police who took her from prison. He said, when you go back to prison, you must not prison remission for this man. 
He looked at the judge. He said, well, this man finished his sentence. He comes with deportation for him. That he can go and serve his God. He looked at me. He said, when you are out, you come and see me and talk to my people. I was crying. Just like today. <laughs> With my Bible. The case end. When I go to prison, they check everything. And remember to one year only. So the sentence was commuted from two lifetimes and 20 years to just one, to one year. year. Because of the mercy of, of the God. judge. God mercy. used the judge, yes. everybody. And inside that one year, I least have to a few months. On the 30th of the same March, that my beloved sister was assassinated. This was the judge or the state? The attorney? state. Mm. I cried so much. But God said me, don't cry. I use that soul to set you free. She's at the right hand of God. But go and sin no more. I stopped crying. Shining Love's Light. You're listening to Nightlight. And I remember that was a big story at the time, the assassination of the state prosecutor, Joanne Kagezi, who was gunned down by assassins on a motorbike. But how amazing that just 10 days before, although she was prosecuting Sunday because he freely confessed to all the charges, even though they never actually kidnapped their victims, because she was a Christian and saw that Sunday had become a Christian and was sincerely repentant, she asked the judge to reduce the sentence from two life sentences and 20 years to just one year. So when I finish my sentence, they give me a free hand to go outside and preach the gospel. And before then, when I came out of prison, by the power of God, we have 31 words house in the prison. Like I tell God before, I preached to each and every single word in the prison, one by one, because they know me for these years, and I enter the word and tell them what God do and what I heard of any human being who don't believe in God. And by the grace of God, since I came out, I'll be going back from prison to villages everywhere by the grace of God to testify and give them all the documents. Mm -hmm. So when some people see me, they're shocked. Hey, yes, I know you in this paper. I am the one. God did it for me Mm -hmm. in a foreign land. He can do it for anybody. And the other A1, the one who denied the case. The one who skipped bail and then they caught him and brought him back. He's still in jail (laughs) and he's still serving. But I'm praying to him to accept Christ, accept the case, what he did. The same God who showed me mercy will show him mercy if he's ready to stop. Because mm-hmm. that's the only condition. Mm-hmm. So that's my living testimony. Were your other two friends also? The other two friends, they are out. Mm-hmm. They confess and God showed them mercy too. Mm-hmm. So we are the three of us is outside. Mm-hmm. And how long have you been out of prison? I've been asked to a prison now for two years plus. Yes. 
Yeah, because I'm out March 31st, 2016. Mm-hmm. And now you're married to Uganda. And I'm married child. to Uganda. I have my baby. I have everything. And you have a wonderful ministry here. Yeah. In prisons and around. I'm, I'm prison and outside. Mm-hmm. My church is called Throne of Grace Church. Mm. That's my church. Mm-hmm. So that is my testimony. That's what God has done for me. I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. And I'm so blessed. Thank you, Jesus. I thank God so much. And I'm encouraging many, many souls outside. Mm. The same God of yesterday, I got the book of Hebrew, mm. 13 8. Mm. The same God of yesterday is God of today. Mm. And forevermore is still mighty God. Mm-hmm. God loves us so much. And God wants us to come back to Him. Mm. In book of Jeremiah 6, 16, or 16, 6, He said to Israel, that you come, go back to the old ways. Mm-hmm. Many people might think, only those inside the prison, a people who need to confess. No, mm-hmm. somebody might be outside too, but he's in prison. Mm-hmm. Prison means sin, that inside you don't want to let go. Mm-hmm. If you let go, God is great. Mm-hmm. He will change the situation. I don't know how He saved me, but I believe He saved me. I'm fighting every day. Yes, yeah, salvation is a journey. Mm-hmm. I'm pressing towards perfection every day so that mm-hmm. I will not sin against this holy God. Mm-hmm. So the same thing I'm encouraging people. God is love. Mm-hmm. And God loves each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. What happened to before is happening today. Mm-hmm. It's continue happening. Mm-hmm. God never change, but people change. Mm-hmm. And when God set you free in every situation, please don't go back to Egypt again. Mm-hmm. Keep on following Him because Jesus said, Follow me day by day. Mm-hmm. So may God bless all the listeners. <laughs> Thank you so Thank much, Pastor. God bless you. God bless you too. Amen. Lamb 
can't hold it in I want to scream it out But now I'm free Cause I believe And I met my Jesus I'm not alone Now I can live With all my heart I want to give Sunday for sharing with us his wonderful testimony of how God answered his prayers and delivered him from spending the rest of his life in prison. And God bless the person who gave him that Bible in prison. It just shows the power of God's word to change a life and how wonderful it is that Pastor Sunday is now able to preach and share the word in prisons and churches throughout Uganda. Pastor Sunday is also helping us find potential Nigerian narrators from among the large Nigerian community here in Kampala to help us record audio Bibles in various Nigerian languages. Well, that's it for now. We do have time for one more song, so let's go out with another freedom song. This is one I don't remember playing you before from maybe six or seven years ago. This is Heart to Heart. God bless.
Thank you.